if you want to master consumer law just for getting deletions or just your own pleasure or whatever reason, but you don't necessarily want to know like everything, you want the most important parts, I got the solution for you. I taught a FCRA masterclass, Fair Credit Reporting Act masterclass. And in this two hour masterclass, I basically walked through all the important information you need as far as the Fair Credit Reporting Act to get those deletions, get paid, etc. I walked through my entire process of how I go about getting deletions and all that. If you want to grab that replay, it's very, very cheap right now. If you want to grab that replay, go to catactusllc.com, click on courses. It's going to take you to FCRA masterclass replay. Go over there, grab it, don't grab it, whatever you want to do, but it's available. Uh, enjoy the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with consumer education to leverage your power as a consumer within this United States corporation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, no debit. Welcome to the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to a new episode of the Cat Podcast, Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast. Hopefully, y'all blessed. Hopefully, y'all amazing. Hopefully, y'all great. Hopefully, y'all get into the bag and that good, great credit, excellent credit, all that. All right, listen, before we get into the episode, a couple updates. So number one, go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, if you don't know my YouTube channel, it should be in the description. We got information over there. We got the sauce. We got all the stuff that you need. We got some cat podcast visuals on my YouTube channel. So go ahead and subscribe over there. Follow me personally on IG if you want to follow my personal IG. If you want to follow the business one, go ahead and follow the business one. Um, we on TikTok. You know what I'm saying? We, we damn near everywhere. So just follow us on every social media platform. Go watch everything that we be posting. And you know you'll get to the next level. Before we get into the episode, just a couple updates. So next week, I'm going to be bringing my friend on. Her name is uh, Precious, and we're going to be talking about Airbnb. And I make that a point to say the CAP podcast is really making like a transition in a way. And when I say a transition, well, I, I, won't, I won't even say transition. And that's probably not the best word for it. Let me say expansion, because we're still going to have people that talk about the laws and, you know, basics of credit. Well, I won't say basics, you know, credit, business credit and things like that. But I want to expand where I'm going to expand as far as bringing people for like the leverage aspect, because when we talk about we talk about credit, okay, we got the good credit, we built it, we fixed it. We got funding. What do we do with the money, though? That's why Precious is going to be on next week. She's going to be talking about Airbnb, getting into Airbnb space and things like that. So definitely look forward for her interview. She's going crazy in the Airbnb space. Um, look out for me bringing people in different industries as far as just emphasizing the importance of credit, the foundation of credit and things like that. So that's pretty much the main update I wanted to update y'all on. We going in like a not different direction, but we expanding. I'm sipping on some tea. Y'all know I'd be liking my tea. I'm sipping on some stress reliever tea because y'all be stressing the hell out of me, asking me stupid ass questions. <laughs> no, I'm like, nah, but um, I'm sipping on some 
stress reliever tea. Um, y'all know I'm a tea connoisseur. If you pay attention, if you've been listening to the podcast, and yeah, you know I'm I'm uh, make it do what it do. I don't think I have any more updates for y'all. That was really the main one. So follow the social medias. We're gonna have precious on the podcast, and we gonna kick it from there. Yeah, so I mean, let's just get straight into it. No, I was capping. I forgot. I do have additional update. So additional update. I'm going to be teaching an FDCPA class. So if you're listening on time before I do it, it's going to be on May 15th. So it's May 8th right now. The class is literally going to be next week. So if you're listening right now, if you're listening on time, you can DM me, FDCPA. We're going to have the class. We're going to have everything going. It's going to be basically if you attended the FCRA class or if you got the replay, it's going to be like that, but on crack. Because, you know, I'm going to go in way more. There's a lot of information you got to understand. Over time, you're going to learn more information. You think I know the same amount of information I knew from when I did the FCRA class? FCRA class I did was probably like months ago. How much more information do you think I know now? Given that I'd be investing in myself and, you know, doing what I can do to get myself to the next level. Let's not play stupid. You feel me? So make sure you get your spot for that FDCPA class. Uh, you got to qualify because I don't want to just accept anybody. But DM me FDCPA and then we'll see if you can qualify and get in the class. All right. Enjoy the episode. If you're not doing manufacturer spending right now, you tripping. And I got a free guide for you. Go to catacticsllc.com. Go to free MS 101 guide. Free MS 101 guide. You're going to learn about manufacturer spending if you don't already know about it. If you do know about it, you're going to be more elite at manufacturer spending. CATAC.LLC.com. Get the free MS 101 guide conveniently created for you. Enjoy the episode. All right, listen, let's get straight into it. Before I even get straight into it, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Hopefully y'all blessed. Hopefully y'all got everything y'all wanted and, you know, continue being an amazing mom. If you if you're an amazing mom, you feel me? So, yeah, we're going to get straight into the episode. Basically, today I just wanted to walk through a couple of laws that I haven't really talked about or touched. And I know that everyone's in a different situation, so it may help you within your own situation. So the first law I want to actually cover is basically um, compliance procedures. This is 15 U.S.C. 1681E. By the way, we are going to be talking about the Fair Credit Reporting Act. So FCRA 15 U.S.C. 1681. If you're new to the law, the FCRA is 15 U.S.C. 1681. We're looking at 15 U.S.C. 1681E. We're talking about compliance procedures. So the reason why I want to talk about this law is because I haven't really talked about it, but I do use it. And I want to give y'all an example of how I've used it. So an example could be basically when you're disputing, And what you see is that maybe, let's say, Equifax deleted a certain item, but Experian and TransUnion are still reporting it. So besides the fact that you could do the credit repair methods as far as like a factual dispute, uh, for those of y'all that don't know, factual dispute as far as a credit repair, one thing you can do, you can get all three of your reports, put them side by side, see that there's inaccuracies. You know, this thing is reporting. It's not reporting over here. So, you know, how's that? supposed to be true because everything's supposed to be accurate, right? 
So this is where 15 U.S.C. 1681E comes in. And I specifically like 1681EB. Right? Remember, this is given a situation where you got an item deleted, maybe on one or two of the CRAs, but one of them is still playing games. So 1681EB says accuracy of report. Whenever a consumer reporting agency, remember that is going to be referring to Equifax, TransUnion, and uh, Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian. Whenever a consumer reporting agency prepares a consumer report, meaning like your credit report, it shall follow reasonable procedures to assure maximum possible accuracy of the information concerning the individual about whom the report relates. So the important part you want to take out of that definition, or I won't even say definition, out of that, out of that sentence is maximum possible accuracy. Maximum possible accuracy. Say it with me. Maximum possible accuracy. Say it with me one more time. Like this is Blue's Clues. Maximum possible accuracy. You feel me? I said Blue's Clues or Dora the Explorer, whatever y'all was watching when y'all was uh, kids. So maximum possible accuracy. You want to make sure it has maximum possible accuracy. What does that even mean? Maximum possible accuracy is meaning that it's maximum possible accuracy. All Everything matches up. So if you got something deleted on one consumer report, but then it's still reporting on, you know, additional consumer reports, that's not maximum possible accuracy. So they got to maintain that because of the fact that it has to be maximum possible accuracy. So 1681EB is a powerful law you can use in addition to obviously a factual dispute to get the rest of those items deleted. So yeah, I mean, I just wanted to mention that law. I also want to... Talk about um, 15 U.S.C. 1681, I believe it's I. 1681I. Hold on. I didn't come prepared like that. Okay, so 1681I. Procedure in case of disputed accuracy. Repeat it. Procedure in case of disputed accuracy. All right, so I want us to scroll down. If you follow in along, scroll down to number five. So treatment of inaccurate or unverifiable information. All right, let's read it. If after any reinvestigation under paragraph one of any information disputed by a consumer, an item of information is found to be inaccurate or incomplete or cannot be verified, the consumer reporting agency shall. I says promptly delete that item of information from the file of a consumer or modify that item of information as appropriate based on the results of the reinvestigation, right? Number two, or II says promptly notify the furnisher of that information that the information has been modified or deleted from the file of the consumer. So basically what it's saying is that this is 15 U.S.C. 1681I, five, you could just say five, five AI, five AI, II, you know, whatever. Just go down to number five. It basically says if you have an item and it's inaccurate or it's unverifiable. It has to be deleted. This, these, are things, these are things that we know, but sometimes we need a reminder. Sometimes we need the specific law, right? We understand that the Fair Credit Reporting Act in general says if stuff is inaccurate or unverifiable, it has to be deleted. But this is a law specifically that points you to it. So you can quote this law. Let them know. When they're doing all that no response stuff, if you don't respond, that is unverified, Right? Because you didn't verify it. So just um, keep that in mind. If they send you a statement, a statement is not verified. 
I'm going to drop a separate episode um, discussing the whole statement thing as far as uh, the UCC codes. But as far as um, what we know, a statement is not verification. So when they send you that statement, that's not verified. So that, that means that the item still needs to be deleted. That means you can bring them to 1681I number five. That's treatment of inaccurate or unverifiable information. Remember the power of the word or. Or means you choose what side you're on. This is unverifiable information. Because that is unverifiable information that they did not verify, that item must be deleted, right? It has to be deleted or it's a violation. If they continue violating you, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Y'all should know what that means. All right, so I want to talk about 5B. And then um, I'm going to close the episode. I just wanted to give you all a few laws that you can point to. So this is dealing with a situation which happens to some people. This is, um, this is a law you want to refer to if you get something deleted, but it comes back onto your report. I know some of y'all are familiar with that. So 5B, requirements relating to reinsertion of previously deleted material. Write that down, 15 U.S.C. 1681I, number 5B. 15 U.S.C. 1681I, 5B, right? Y'all know items sometimes reappear when it's like a soft deletion, but it's like... There's laws in place to protect you, right? So 5B, certification of accuracy of information. If any information, remember any is no restriction, is deleted from a consumer's file pursuant to subparagraph A, the information may not be reinserted in the file by the consumer reporting agency. All you got to do is stop right there. Let me repeat that. If any information is deleted from a consumer's file pursuant to subparagraph A, the information may not be reinserted in the file by the consumer reporting agency. Remember, too, the word file. I said consumer's file. I didn't say consumer's uh, consumer report. Consumer's file. Well, I didn't say consumer's file. I technically did, but um, when I say I didn't say it, I'm talking about the law said it. Consumer's file. Remember, your file is different from your consumer report. Your file has a lot more information on you. So if something is deleted from your file... Your best bet is going to be deleted from your uh, consumer report. So I'm going to read it one more time. So some of y'all, maybe y'all not getting it. Maybe y'all not looking at it, uh, reading it with me. Maybe you didn't pay attention in school and y'all was doing all that popcorn reading and stuff. If any information is deleted from a consumer's file pursuant to subparagraph A, the information may not be reinserted in the file by the consumer reporting agency. Who is the consumer reporting agency? Equifax, TransUnion, Experian. If you get an item deleted... It's not supposed to repopulate. That's a violation, right? We're in 1681. Go get them for violations for that, right? Because they're not following. They're not following the rules. Get them for negligence. Get them for a willful noncompliance. Go get your money. So yeah, man. Um, also, so notice the consumer. If any information that has been deleted from a consumer's file, person with the subparagraph A is reinserted. The consumer reporting agency shall notify the consumer of the reinsertion in writing not later than five business days after the reinsertion or if authorized by the consumer for that purpose by any other means available to the agency. I just read that for the purpose of y'all knowing it. You don't have to use that one. That one is II. I just recommend you just use I, which says certification of accuracy of information. If any information is deleted from a consumer's file pursuant to subparagraph A, the information may not be reinserted in the file by the consumer reporting agency. That's all you need. Copy that. Copy that. Put in your uh, dispute. 
do what you got to do as far as the CFPB, uh, the BBB, um, what's it called? Uh, state attorney general, et cetera, right? Because if it's been deleted, it's been deleted. OCC complaints, if you need to go that route as well. FTC, do everything you got to do. So that's pretty much it. I just wanted y'all to just get familiar with some of the laws that I haven't really discussed on a podcast like that. Unless, you know, unless I forgot that I discussed them. Because, you know, it'd be a lot of information. We, I think we almost 60 episodes in or whatever. So remember, the main laws we discussed in this episode were 15 U.S.C. 1681E. B, which talks about um, maximum possible accuracy. And then we talked about 15 U.S.C. 1681I. We talked about um, number five, really. So number five was basically talking about um, the treatment of unverifiable information, meaning that if it's not verified, they don't give you a response, all that. It has to be deleted. When they say, oh, something is verified, validated, it has to it has to have a record authenticated, which I'm gonna talk about in a different episode, like I said, but it has to be signed by like an official. So basically when they send you those statements, that's not validation, that's not verification, that's nothing. So what does that mean? Take them to 15 USC 1681I, number five. That's the treatment of unverifiable information. That information was not verified. Just because they said it was verified doesn't mean it's verified. If I say if I say that um, if somebody sends me something and then I just decide to say, oh, I, I, I'm flying or something, it does that mean it's true? These, these consumer reporting agencies just be saying anything and, and y'all just be like accepting it for face value. Don't accept what they're saying. They just saying all that because, you know, they, they get paid for keeping this inaccurate, erroneous information on you, right? But you did not give them permissible purposes to publish it. So it's like, you know, they got to remove all that, all that nonsense. So, yeah, man, just uh, keep that in mind. I also mentioned 5B. And it was talking about uh, reinsertion. Items are not supposed to be reinserted. Once that thing says deleted, keep that paper. Keep that paper. Keep that paper. Keep that paper. That's your exhibit. Right. If they reinsert that and then they don't they want to play games like they're not going to remove it. They've gotten themselves into a lawsuit, right? Keep all your exhibits, you know, do what you got to do. Go to litigation, do what you got to do. But with that being said, hopefully this episode brought y'all some value. Hopefully it was review for some of y'all that already know about these laws. But I know some of y'all only study consumer law based off of my podcast. So this episode may be new information to some of y'all as well. But with that being said, y'all have a blessed one. Thanks so much for listening to the CAP podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. If you got beneficial information, shout us out on social media, uh, send us a review, you know, let us know. Hopefully everything's good with you. If you have not got the free CAP credit literacy course, go ahead and text the word course to 914-353-4741. Again, that is 914-353-4741. You've listened to the episode. If you haven't gotten the free course, now it's time to take action. Y'all have a blessed one.